Hello, welcome back to another episode of my self-indulgent diary podcast. I was just reading through some DMs from people who listened to last week's episode. I've had such like really, really nice feedback from last week's episode. Um, Obviously, I hadn't posted anything in a little while. Um, but after I recorded it, I decided to cover the topic while I was chatting on YouTube as well. And um, number one, I don't usually make co- make comments, make notes for these podcasts. Can you tell that I haven't made notes for today's podcast? Um, but last week I did. I actually sat down and wrote out kind of a bit of a an, an outline of what I wanted to say, um, some kind of scripted part because I wanted to get out what I wanted to get out. I wanted to make sure that I was eloquently putting across my point. And um, between first writing it out and then speaking it out loud for the podcast, I felt like by the time I was putting on some makeup and just chit-chatting in a YouTube video, I'd really formed my, um, not my opinions, because my opinions didn't change, but I felt like I had found the the right way to oh my God, can you see why I need to write these things down? Also, we're going to talk a little bit about my sertraline side effects because this not being able to find words has to be something to do with that. Um, I felt like I'd found the way of like communicating the thing that was in my mind, which is something that I struggle with often. My mind is so fast. I know that sounds like a weird brag, but I feel like my mind is quicker than my mouth. I can't, I'm so jealous of people who can just speak really eloquently um, where the word just seems to be available to them. I have... Again, this seems like I'm weirdly bragging, but I do theoretically have a large vocabulary. I did a lot of reading as a child. I'm really interested in words. And I have a lot of words that are floating around in my mind. I spend a lot of my time just trying to search for them. They're not readily available. And I am just so jealous of those people that I will watch, even if they're talking about makeup. They just seem to be, there's no hemming and hawing. They're never with the verbal tics of, um, um, it's all just there. They think of a word and it is just there. I will never understand that. Um, Anyway, all that is to say, uh, this was kind of the middle of the process by the time I'd put out the episode. So I was really happy with the feedback that I got. And I often feel like I'm oversharing. uh, But in this instance, it felt like it was worth it because a lot of people messaged me and said that they had had the exact same experience that I had had but they'd never really pinpointed what it was. And in me talking it through, they were like, oh my God, that's 100% what it is. Honestly, if you haven't listened to it already, go back to listen to that episode. I think I called it hypervigilance. I heard someone call it something else. I'm trying to remember. It was an ADHD video I saw on uh, Instagram yesterday. Um, Like It was something like uh, what's the word for in people who take on emotions, not emotional scanning. Um, oh my God, this is, it's times like this, but I wish you were actually on the other side of this conversation. Oh, when someone is empath, empathy scanning, I think it was called. And it, it was, uh, they were giving this as a, a thing that people with ADHD do, which if you, if this is the first episode you're listening to, I believe I'm undiagnosed with ADHD. Um, And it was quite interesting because that's something that I was basically describing in last week's episode, empathy scanning. And they were saying that this is something that people with ADHD do where it's usually a trauma response or something that is kind of um, because of some kind of trauma in your past. But uh, you will go in a room and immediately you know how everybody in the room is feeling. 
Now, on top of that, what I was talking in the last episode about was feeling like it is your responsibility to level everyone out. Make sure everyone's good, make sure no one's feeling sad or um, make sure no one is unhappy with each other. That's a big one. But um, I've never heard it put in that context before of maybe it's an ADHD thing. This year, 100%, I will be screened. I've contacted a few people. Um, I have received no (laughs) correspondence back, which is mad because I'm fully prepared at this point to pay a lot of money to be privately screened. My um, GP, I don't remember what we talked about last when it came to my GP appointments. My GP did say that um, because I was over 18, I was not allowed to be screened on the NHS. I've been told by multiple people that's not true, but let's pretend that it is because I'm not going to have an argument with the person. I'm just not, it's not my, um, I'm just not going to do it. Someone else said I needed to get a second opinion, but I'm really happy with the way that she's dealing with me with um, the depression, anxiety stuff. So I just don't want to rock that boat truthfully. So I will be privately screened this year. And she said, if I'm privately screened, she will accept that for a referral on the NHS. I'm not sure what that process is. I don't know if I'm going to pay like a smaller amount to be screened, but not diagnosed. Um, I'm not, I don't know because no one's contacting me at this point, but interesting. Um, Also to go back to me saying about, um, I wish you were on the other end of this conversation. I also got a DM this morning from someone who said that they find this podcast um, easier to listen to and still helpful because they're not on the end of the conversation. So they are listening to me work through problems and uh, be open about things in a way that maybe will help them think about the problems that they've got. Maybe it will help them work through things they never even realised were issues. Um, But because I can't hear them, they don't feel that they have to help me with that problem, which I totally get. That's 100% something that I feel frequently that if you give me a problem, it's mine to fix. That was something that myself and my husband struggled with when we were kind of working through some issues a few years ago, I was um, really in the thick of my self-help phase at that time. And um, I like to talk through things. I, that's how I deal with things. Although I did also see something yesterday um, about people with ADHD needing to win arguments because it's a dopamine hit, which whew, that was that felt like a personal attack, truthfully. Um, but these are the things that are interesting to learn about yourself because you think, hmm, perhaps pull back on that. Perhaps Perhaps that is something you're doing and you are telling yourself you're winning the argument because you are right, but perhaps it's a little bit too important to you to win that argument is is kind of what I got from that. Um, anyway, I thought it was interesting because she said that it was, it was something that she could listen to and that she could take something from, but um, that didn't stress her out, didn't make her feel like, um, oh, you know, like when you're with a friend. I mean, some of you will feel this way, but not all of you when you're with a friend and they're kind of venting, oh, these are all the problems that I've got. And this is what happened with Lee and I, he would be like, you know, I'm, I'm frustrated about all of these things. And I would feel like that was my job to fix those things. I felt like he was telling me, I'm frustrated with all of these things. Now go away and make that better. That's not what he was saying at all. I appreciate that that is not what he was saying, but that's what it felt like he was saying. And I, as the person that I am, couldn't just let it go. So what happens in that instance for me is you give me a problem and uh, you feel better because you've offloaded it because that's your personality. You feel better for venting and getting it out, but I've absorbed it and taken it into my body. And that's just mine now forever. That's kind of how it works for me. So annoying, annoying, but it's not, 
It's not something you can't work past once you're aware of it. So many things. It's just about self-awareness. So anyway, what I kind of wanted to talk about today is a few different things. Um, But I saw on Instagram last week something about, um, well, it was kind of what I saw originally. It was um, kind of framed as toxic positivity. But it's something called lucky girl syndrome. Now, I think this is different in different things. Lucky girl syndrome sounds weird. Um, People call it different things, but effectively, it's like a lucky girl state of mind. And when I first heard about this, I thought, this feels like a more palatable law of attraction for people who feel like the law of attraction is a bit woo-woo. They don't like the like, ooh, it feels a bit, you know, I don't want to put crystals out and dance naked in the moonlight. Um the lucky girl thing, it sounds very, very similar, but in my mind, it takes out all of the accountability and um, kind of self-reflection. So law of attraction to me is that you believe that something good can happen to you, but because of that belief, it's almost like a faith, truthfully. Um, you kind of live differently. You you are out in the world in a different way because you believe there's something good is going to happen, that you deserve something good and you will be that person in the world who deserves those things to happen to you. And a lot of people will say it's kind of psychosomatic um, and that if you believe that um, you are attracting something, that you will behave differently, you will work harder, you will take those risks, um, make those choices that will lead you towards the thing that you are trying to attract. And I believe that's probably true. But the thing with the lucky girl like, I don't even know, I can't say lucky girl syndrome, but the lucky girl idea, um, the lucky girl mentality is that you just believe you're lucky and good things happen. Now it sounds kind of similar, but it feels more like, so you just believe I'm lucky and and great things happen to me. And I'm going to, um, today I'm just going to go out and, um, everything's going to be perfect. Everything's going to work out well. That's the beginning of the law of attraction, but there's more behind it. Um, whereas with the lucky girl thing, you just kind of go, everything's great. So there's no work on yourself. There's no self-reflection. There's no like, so what am I going to do in the world to to make these things happen? Um, it's just believing that you're lucky and then looking for the good stuff, which like I say, is like the first half of the law of attraction. There's nothing wrong with this necessarily. And I do think that it's an interesting in to the law of attraction. If you like the idea of it, but you're like, I don't know. I think that it might be an interesting like, dip of a toe into that way of thinking. Um, but I just think it's missing out on so much that I take from the law of attraction. Like I'm not a religious person. I've always quite liked the idea of being a religious person. Um, I've often thought I, I probably might try to adopt some kind of organized religion as I get older. I don't really want to do, like bring my children into something like that because I think it's a very personal choice and the whole thing of being raised in a religion I don't massively agree with but probably because I wasn't raised with religion my grandparents were religious I went to Sunday school and stuff like that I never felt pushed I never felt um, oppressed or like bullied into doing any of those things and the idea of faith has always appealed to me because I feel like it's something that you can lean on in hard times and you can um, kind of let go of certain things and be like okay uh, what will be will be, which is definitely something that I say a lot. Uh, you know, it is what it is. We'll just let it go and see what happens. Let it play out. Um, 
that is why I think I enjoy the law of attraction so much because it feels like uh, like a pseudo faith for me. I believe that something is working in my favour in the universe, um, but I also believe much much as people who believe in organised religions that you have to live a certain way for those things to come to you. Like people don't, I mean, theoretically, I know that there are some terrible people who believe in some um, very heavy things. Um, but even, you know, the, the average Catholic or Christian person, you might say, well, you know, they're not living their lives in the most Catholic or Christian way. Um, but I'm thinking more of the people who take it pretty seriously. They go to church every Sunday. They um, believe that, you know, there is a higher power. It is working in their favour. Everything happens for a reason. And um, because they are in touch with that community and they believe they have this faith, they live their lives in the kind of teachings of that religion. They live their lives in a way that they would feel proud and they think is the correct way to live. Um, and that's kind of how I see the law of attraction. Like it's it's not just believing that, oh, everything's going to go my way. It's definitely a positive state of mind. Um, and it really has helped me in times where I've not had a very particularly positive state of mind. Um, but I feel like there's something missing when you just go out in the world and go, oh, I'm really lucky. Everything's great. Do you know what I mean? But I, it's been interesting. It's it's kind of very, very new to me. Um, I just kind of want to put it out there because I have talked a lot about law of attraction, particularly on this podcast. And I thought it might be an interesting way for those of you who are interested, but maybe are like, it's too woo woo. Maybe you might be interested in, in this lucky girl effect thing. Because I think if you maybe started with that and found that it, it was pretty good for you or that you um, got something positive from it, you might be like, I'm going to give this a go on a larger scale. And that's the law of attraction. Speaking of working on yourself, making yourself a better person in the world, um, as you know, I am quite into self-development. Last year, I listened to slash read, are we calling it reading if it's an audible book? Probably not. Um, a book called Atomic Habits, which I really enjoyed. Um, and I've been doing something from the book called Habit Stacking recently. If you've never heard of this, the general idea is that you um, take something that you do every day without fail. Um, let's say you brush your teeth every morning at a certain time or you, I can't even think of how, I'm so horrible with like routines, but I've become pretty good with like my morning coffee. So when I make my morning coffee, I'll like get up at a certain time so that I can make coffee for Lee and I, and I'll have like 45 minutes before I have to do the school run. So I'll come down. I'm just going to set the scene for you. Come down wearing my dressing gown, actually Lee's dressing gown, but he never wears it. So now I wear it. Nice one from the white company that I bought him for his birthday because I thought it would be kind of like a hotel vibe. No, not interested at all. So I wear his dressing gown from the white company, come downstairs, uh, very cozy, looking like a troll um, with my hair all skew off, and I make our coffee. By the way, oh, I've just remembered. I'm going to write this down while I remember. Must email coffee place. I have ordered a coffee, um, like a filter machine. Email coffee place. Um, a filter coffee machine. I've always wanted one because it's very like Gilmore Girls, American TV. Um, but I was like, probably won't like black coffee. Steadily, we've been um, having more filter, well, not filter coffee, but more coffee, like pour over coffee. And uh, I think that's basically the same thing. We've been testing out different kinds of grinds and uh, roasts and stuff. I found one that I like. Um, as an early birthday present, I have purchased a Smeg filter coffee machine, which I'm really excited about. We've also bought a matching Smeg kettle. I'm waiting for those to arrive. Um, but that's all to say, every single morning, 
I make the coffee. Now the coffee is going to be, in theory, uh, ready for us because I can set it up the night before. Another routine that I can probably add something to. Um, come downstairs, make the coffee. And I do this every day at the same time. Pretty much. Not every single day. Sometimes I sleep in by accident. It happens. Um, but most of the time, I would say like five out of seven days, I do this. And so I have stacked that habit of I go and sit in the living room. I listen to my audiobook a little bit or I'll watch TV. Manny sits next to me. I'm drinking my coffee. At that time, there are multiple things that I could be doing that would be pointless. But I tried, I'm now trying rather to stack things on top of them so that I know I'm doing the coffee. Let's also do my new face which is a skincare device. It's like a microcurrent skincare device. If you've not seen me talk about this, I've done um, Instagram like video about it. It's absolutely incredible. I purchased it with my own money, but Current Body contacted me. And if you use my code, uh, I think it's Michaela NF, uh, you'll get a discount. There's a link on my Instagram, um, but I did. I bought it completely with my own money, and I talk about it like they're not giving me anything for it, but they offered me a code. So anyway. I use this new face device that like lifts my face and makes me feel like I'm doing something positive. Um, I'll maybe do something else skincare related. I'll respond to YouTube comments in this little 45 minute block where I'm drinking my coffee. It could be doing absolutely nothing uh, before I do the school run. Then I come back and I'm either starting work or I'm doing my YouTube stuff on my Monday, Tuesday days. That is habit stacking. That is something where I could just be doing the one thing. My habit is drinking coffee, but I'm trying to remember to add a couple more things in there that would be beneficial. Do my skincare stuff, do my YouTube comments. And that's like a tick in a box that that doesn't need to be done later in the day or potentially forgotten to be done at all. Another thing that I've been doing is um, adding supplements to my medication marker. Uh, I bought this medication, but I'm, I'm old now, you see. I bought this little medication doser thing on Amazon uh, when I started taking my sertraline because I was like, right, we're going to have to remember to take this every single day. I am horrible at remembering what medication I've taken. So I bought this. And when I was taking, I probably got like four weeks into it. And I thought I should be adding vitamins to this. So I started adding some um, like multivitamins and some vitamin D that I had around the house that I'd purchased. And I would just kind of take ad hoc. Um, and I was taking them every day. And I'm like, right, I need to be adding more things to this. So I recently purchased, I say recently, literally it arrived this week. I got them from, a uh -huh, bit of ASMR for you. Uh, I got them from my vitamins. I've got the Essential Omega-3 um, Collagen. I've got vitamin A, which is retinol. And very importantly, I've got something called digestion, which has got live bacterial cultures. This is the thing that I would massively recommend. I'm going to have to keep you posted on the other stuff. But I have some um, issues digestion-wise and it has been incredible so far. So I recorded that about three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago. Um, it feels like a year ago. I have had the weirdest time with my voice memos on my phone recently. Just not wanting to work with me. So I recorded the whole thing and then I recorded an extra little section and none of it recorded, and then I couldn't have the first part, couldn't actually take that off my phone and put it onto my laptop. I've had to use a really convoluted way of kind of like re-recording it from my phone. So annoying. Um, but this is a very, very belated ending to this episode. Um, I just kind of, I was feeling really like, oh, I'm, I'm really into this. And then because it didn't work again, because this happened before, 
I just kind of felt like, well, maybe this is not meant to be. And I've been using TikTok as a bit of a, a sounding board for my random thoughts since then. But I have missed it. So I thought I would upload this. I, I thought if there was a way to get that recording off my phone, I would upload it. Um, I've been spending the day today creating my content calendar for the coming month, which is always fun. I'm feeling full of energy and motivation, which is the big reason why I decided to do this now. Um, but yeah, I'm really just kind of, (laughs) really just kind of finishing off the episode that I never thought was going to be. Um, but I have kept up with my habit stacking. I've done a little bit more. I might update you on that in the next one. Um, and I want to talk a little bit more about the lucky girl syndrome. So I'm interested to see what you guys think of that, because maybe we'll get a little bit further into that in a future episode as well. Uh, but for now, keeping up with my general stuff and, um, I'm going to talk a little bit more in the next episode about some stuff that I've done in terms of like organization in my office as well, that is helping me stay motivated and productive. Uh, but for now, I'm going to leave you with that and I'll see you guys next time.